Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we will address the question as to whether you need to concern yourselves with the growing list of cognitive biases spelled out by behavioral economists. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to premium subscribers are an incredible value add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. A Seeking Alpha reader kindly sent me a charming pictograph titled, 50 Cognitive Biases to be Aware of So You Can Be the Very Best Version of You. That kind of says it all about the utility of behavioral studies. I mean, who can simultaneously keep track of 50 biases? When the little voice inside of us communicates a sense of disquietude, are we to pause to reflect whether we are making the fundamental attribution error, or perhaps engaged in availability cascading? Should we step back to see whether we're committing naive realism or maybe this naive cynicism? This is not achievable, and will be even less achievable in years to come. After all, there are plenty of doctoral candidates looking to discover a new behavioral bias to complete the requirements for their PhDs. In truth, these biases, generally speaking, are the age-old stuff of character strengths and weaknesses, and I would argue that that framework provides an easier and quicker way of grasping what the issues are based on our life experience. I combed through the 50 cognitive biases list to see which one might most pertain to retirement, but didn't feel that any one of them spoke to today's retirement challenges more than what most people know instinctively to be the problem, which is not planning properly for the future. You could invoke some cognitive biases to explain this. There's what is called present bias, which has various technical parameters, such as overvaluing immediate gratification. There's also the empathy gap, which is described as a state-dependent inability to foresee the consequences of your future self based on your current hot or cold state. Got that? These are simply not memorable and thus not all that helpful. Yet there is a way to lock down this concept and etch it in your memory in just eight words on the basis of an entirely different approach, one I have advocated numerous times over the years. Read Benjamin Franklin's Poor Richard's Almanac. He doesn't approach things through behavioral biases, but through character development, and he often expresses these ideas so poetically that you can't fail to remember it. Here are those eight words I promised you. It is day and will never be night. That mentality is the heart of the retirement crisis. Another nice one from Poor Richard aimed at promoting frugality and curbing extravagance is, a plowman on his legs is higher than a gentleman on his knees. Franklin's aphorisms are worth more than a thousand highly downloaded academic papers. What does all this mean for advisors? Three things. First, you can all relax regarding tonight's homework. 
I'm not going to make you memorize 50 cognitive biases. Second, while anyone who reads Benjamin Franklin will get bonus points, knowing that many of you will not do so, I'm going to quote a line from his classic autobiography, which nails the key behavioral bias of financial success. I quote, Contrary habits must be broken, and good ones acquired and established, before we can have any dependence on a steady, uniform rectitude of conduct. End quote. Third, what this means in practice for you in working with clients is the need to acknowledge the elephant in the room, the client's money personality, and devising a path toward the kind of saving and investing needed to reach the investor's retirement goals. In short, we act as we have become habituated to act, unless and until we work hard to break those habits and form new ones. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gil at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.